you are listening to Freedom Wrangler's main focus. We are going to talk about something amazing in the Word of God today. We can't wait to share our hearts with you. So why don't you sit back, saddle up, and help us wrangle in the freedom of knowing Jesus. Jamie, it feels like I just saw you. I know. <laughs> you did just see me. You came up. You came down for my birthday weekend. Yes, girl. It's only been what, like, twenty-four hours since I saw you, girl. You flew in like a bird and flew out. I mean, I tell you what, it was like. But man, it was it was quality time, even though it was just the quantity could have been more. Absolutely, quality was exactly what it needed to be. And I really am so thankful that you came down. It was such a blessing. It was a good change of pace for me too. You know, although it was an early flight, the flight Mm -hmm. was at like six o'clock or something, but anyways, that wasn't, you know, that didn't matter. It was just so good to get a change of scenery, Mm -hmm. um, to breathe in a little bit of that mountain air that you have there and and just spend some Mm -hmm. great time with you. We just had a wonderful time. We were shopping for a dress for Jamie for her son's wedding, but oh, um, yeah. you know it it was not to be, was it? No, there was no dresses to choose from, ladies. Let me tell you. Now I am speaking to the ladies right now. Let me tell you, we went to we went to Belks, mm-hmm. we went to Dillard's, and Dillard's. Okay, Dillard's is known to have the dress. Yeah. Okay. They always have the collection. They always have it readily accessible. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, unfortunately, nothing, nothing there. We even went to JCPenney's. Now, JCPenney's, believe it or not, mm-hmm. had a couple. Um, they they had a couple dresses that that we were both eyeballing, but their the the fitting it just seemed a little like not you know, not as classic as what I wanted. Mm-hmm. It, it just didn't fit this classic, yeah. Um, a classic mother of the groom mm-hmm. kind of dress. And that's what we were shopping for. We were shopping yeah. for a mother of the groom dress. So, But not grandma of the groom. No, because, no, no, not, not grandma. Because no, some no, no, of them no. were grandma dresses in yes. your life. And we even went to David's Bridal. Yes. And that was just like, say what? They had the yes. tiniest store I've ever seen. It was a tiny one. Um, this was a tiny one. And I, I, you know, it was interesting because we were the host at the front was just like, uh, oh, hey, how y'all doing? Very friendly, super kind. Um, come in. You can look around. And so we looked around and then she was like, hey, why don't we get you set up for an appointment? So she gets us to sign in for the appointment. And I'm thinking, OK, well, maybe she might have something hidden in a back closet for us mm-hmm, right. where there might be something because we did not see anything. It was, it was on so, the racks. Wasn't nice. It wasn't good. It even had stains on them. And mm-hmm. I wasn't just you could see I could see them. I could see little stains. Yeah. And I was like, this ain't working out. It was slim pickings, definitely there. So we ended up on online shopping and yes, you know, and I think you've got your dress. You've ordered it. Oh, I've got my dress and it, and actually I ordered it from Dillard's, but it's Mm. coming from somewhere in, I believe Georgia somewhere. Okay. So, um, so yeah, at least it's not coming from China or anything like that. I mean, it's it's, right. it's not too far. And it, and it told me it's going to be here way before the time of the wedding. The wedding's October the 8th. So, um, 
And uh, so I'm waiting on that dress again. It is definitely a classic fit. It's an eggplant color. So it's not mm -hmm. black or, you know, but it's got some color and I like the cut. That is what I really like. Very how classic. It's, right, it's very classic around the shoulders and it kind of uh, envelops around the back. So it's very fitted mm -hmm. up in the top where the shoulders are, which that's where a lot of, well, we'll just post pictures, you know, yeah, we'll from just, the wedding. Cause yes. I'm going to be there. I'll make sure we post pictures and everybody can see how gorgeous she's going to look. And it was, <laughs> it was fun, you know, so we, yes. we didn't find the dress, but it was fun. And we discovered some new places you'd never been into and yes. uh, in Greenville and just got to like walk around there beautiful waterfalls and stuff it's just a cool yes, place to, to go yes. so if you have never been to Greenville South Carolina I highly suggest it I would recommend yes. it it's beautiful but yes. um you know you had a great birthday weekend you were just like busy all last weekend like from start <sighs> to finish they were yes. celebrating you so yeah. but the highlight of your whole birthday weekend was on Saturday, right? Yes. Saturday was the highlight and uh, the weather was perfect. My um, father-in-law had booked a whitewater rafting trip. Mm. And so it was, it fell on my birthday weekend. And let me tell you, I was a little scared, a little, I'm not going to be honest with you. I was a little skeptical about this whole whitewater rafting, not so much just rafting down the river, yeah. but just the levels that they the different levels they have of the we rapids gonna, of the rapids so right, the, what right. it means is like you're going to go over like falls and you're going to go over rocks and all these big boulders that you're going to kind of go between so we had there's levels so it goes from like one level one to level five well we were at level four so <laughs> we were Getting at a level there. four and we had to take a course before we got inside like a safety course, class safety okay. total safety and you could see the pictures on the wall of the actual rapids that you encountered there mm -hmm. and the level floor that we we're going to go over so it was in our face and we had to sign waivers oh like it, as or, if you fall out and drown it's responsible not oh it's your responsibility. If you didn't mm -hmm. listen to your guide or follow instructions or listen, that's on you. Um, it's not on them. And so you had to do all that. I even had to do that for my 13 year old. I had to go through it, talk to him, talk him through it. And he had to sign. And so here we are, we're sitting through the safety course and just see all this dangerous stuff happening. And then we get on the river after we took our course um, and everything was serene and nice. And it was like level one, nice. You get a little bump in the road and you see all this stuff. And then you go to level two and that's when you kind of ping around the rocks and they kind of maneuver and you listen. And then it was time for level four. And this is when you really need to listen to your guide. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because there are things that can affect the way the boat is going to go through the fall okay and if you're not listening to your guide you're gonna have some problems so we were able to see these things um because she was also the camera crew person so she would take a picture at that level four so we were like the last ones to go through 
So we had to go wait up on this big rock where she was going to take the pictures. And so we're watching these people go through. Okay. Let me just say the first crew were the Boy Scouts. <laughs> uh oh. They didn't listen too well to their God people. They didn't listen well <laughs> at all. So <laughs> he would tell them to do certain things. And let me tell you, they didn't do it. And you could see it. And she got a picture of it. And you saw the raft sandwiched like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich into wow. the water. And then there's these boulder rocks, you know, and you could tell that one of them got, got stuck underneath the current mm. and uh, flipped over and it was very scary. I mean, they could have, could have got, could have gotten a concussion because mm -hmm. those are big rocks mm -hmm. that you're jumping over. Yeah. Um. Instead, they just got really, nobody got hurt, but they got water gushed really <laughs> bad and they yeah. flipped out of the boat. Okay. Wow. They flipped out of the boat. So they didn't really get to experience mm -hmm. the fun part, which mm -hmm. is going for a ride going yeah yeah you know they they went outside the boat because they didn't listen <laughs> and that ain't fun i mean you're still you know you'll get the end result but you're not going to have as much fun sure and you're not going to have the joy and all that good stuff of what it would have felt like to be on that raft mm -hmm. to experience the ride yeah and so they flipped out and we saw it and uh it made us we our father-in-law said to me and justin you guys got fear in your eyes. You guys don't look <laughs> like you want to do this, you know? And I mean, it wasn't fear. It was more caution. Like, sure. Oh mm -hmm. But, you know, our guide reassured us, if you just listen to me, I promise. If you just listen to my voice and what I tell you to do at the right time, we will get over that mm -hmm. into, we'll stay on the raft and you'll enjoy the ride and it'll be great. Yeah. Just trust me. And you know what? We listened to her and mm -hmm. we, she told us to sit at a certain point and have our feet tucked in mm -hmm. to the raft on the bottom. Um, Cause there's a way you could tuck your feet in and you know what? We were unscathed. We got wet, but we stayed on the boat and mm -hmm. it just made me think about the Lord. Mm -hmm. You know, when you're outside of the will of God and you don't listen to him yep. as a guide, just as a guide, you don't get to really enjoy this life. Yeah. You are going to be miserable. You're going to, you may still, you know, you're still a Christian and you, you know, all that good stuff and you, you know, go for that ride. But when you don't listen, you fall out the boat. Yeah. Yeah. And it's mm. miserable. You could bump your head. Mm. You could get unnecessary wounds, unnecessary. Um, just, you don't get the thrill of the ride if you're not in his will yeah. and you're not listening to what he has to say. Yeah. And there's also this faith thing. The more you listen to him, the more you trust him. And mm -hmm. so when you're outside the will and you don't listen, then your faith isn't going to yeah. grow. Yeah. And so that's, that's what I really learned from this whole trip, really. I mean, because it, it was it was a little scary. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. But you made it through. And, the, you know, the yeah. beauty, I think, and when you think about God is if we do make that mistake and we don't listen to him and we end up outside the boat, he's so faithful to reach his hand out and pull us back in. Yeah. He'll allow us a second chance to get back in the boat. Um, and he doesn't leave us high and dry and stranded. 
And he gives us another chance. He says, okay, come on, let's go. Now let's try this again. Open your ears and listen, you know, follow my instruction and you won't be falling out and getting yourself all banged up, you know? <laughs> right, exactly. Unnecessary. Yes. Unnecessary. Yes. Like it did, you know, God, he is for you. God mm -hmm. is for you. Amen. And he's just like, just listen, yeah. just listen to what I have to say. I promise you're going to enjoy this ride. If you just stay close to me, it doesn't mean it's, it's not going to be bumpy, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. It was, but it was fun. Right. But it doesn't mean that. And if you're using that, that, you know, um, river as the example of that analogy of life, doesn't mean that it's going to be, you know, just a smooth little glass type water flowing down the stream. Sometimes life just gets a little bumpy and crazy. Yeah. You know, and, and you can use the term messy and you get a little bit wet sometimes with the, with the garbage that goes on in life, but, but you still stay in the boat. You might get splashed, mm -hmm. but it isn't soaking. It's not drowning you and taking yeah. you out. That's right. You know, it's a, that's a great analogy, Jamie. I love it. You know, there's it be, and it really ties into what we've been talking about for several weeks, right? Mm -hmm. Allowing yeah. him to lead us and guide us. And, and I just love it. I can picture it in my mind, you know, Jesus sitting in the boat with us and giving yeah. us directions, you know, Hey, yeah. listen, today is going to be a doozy, but if you just fix your eyes on me, it's all going to be okay. Yeah. Just focus on me. Yeah. Exactly. focus on me and i promise you all this chaos it's all over the place yeah it'll just fade away it, yeah absolutely it'll fade away yep it won't even matter it's not gonna phase you and that is you know that's how amazing our god is and yeah. Such a such a good thing. Well, happy birthday! A little bit late, but happy birthday from Freedom <laughs> well, Wranglers. Um, you know, well, thank and you. we're glad you listened to your guide and survived. Good Lord. Yes, I'm so glad too. Even my 13 year old listened. I'm telling you, we were all in cadence. We were all doing the right thing, you know. So, and and that makes a difference when your whole crew's doing the right thing. Because yeah. let me tell you, there's another aspect to this. <laughs> uh -oh. One person, if they don't listen. Oh yeah. Throws everybody off. It sure so it affects can. the whole group. Mm. So it's like in marriage, it's like in anything in life in your church. Mm -hmm. It's like when you have one person out of cadence, we all feel it. It's like we're the body of Christ, right? Yeah. So it's like when one person's out and not doing well, we all get affected by it, you know? Oh, yeah. And yeah. and we we need to be there for those people that are hurting. You know, because it does affect us. We need to try to help mend that situation. You know, we need to be close to them and, and ask them why they didn't or whatever it is that's going that they're going through. Mm -hmm. It could be an illness. It could be anything that has affected their cadence and their walk with the Lord. Mm -hmm. And we need to come alongside them in love and help encourage them. Like you Absolutely. said, Jesus helped them out of the, yeah. he, if they fell in the water, what mm -hmm. did he do? He helped them out. That's right. And we have to be that as a body as well you know yes, we not can. get all mad and like oh look what you did you just ruined it for us <laughs> yeah yeah i had a fun time and you just did it and you know we, when we start focusing on that then it then that will take our joy away it will and it'll cause disunity and you know it you're taking me right into the scripture that god 
um, impacted me with twice this morning. And I was just kind of like, really, Lord, you really want that verse utilized. Um, and it's funny because, um, you know, my husband was walking out the door this morning to catch his flight to go out of town. And immediately the Holy Spirit just dropped this verse into my spirit to speak to him. And then I went for my walk and I put my iPod on and I put my favorite preacher on so I could listen to that. And he uses that same verse. And I was like, oh, okay, Holy Spirit, you're really speaking. It wasn't just Chanda looking for something. This is just coming. And so I think it's really timely in that. How do we respond to those people? What does God actually want from us in our day-to-day -day life. And it took me to the book of Micah. The verse that I have is Micah um, 6, verse 8. But I want to give you a little bit of a backstory. Micah is a prophet and Micah is coming to the Lord and he says, God, what do you want? Do you want sacrifices? Is this what you want? If I sacrifice a thousand, he says just prior to this in verse 7, will the Lord be pleased with thousands of rams, with 10,000 rivers of oil? Shall I offer my firstborn for my transgressions, the fruit of my body for the sin of my soul. What he's like, God, what do, what do you want from me? Mm -hmm. I will offer all these things to please you. And God responds with this. He has showed you, oh man, what is good. And what does the Lord require of you to act justly, to love mercy and to walk humbly with your God. And I was just like, whoa, what does all of that mean? You know, what does it mean to act justly? And I think that when we look at justice, we look at the justice system that we have within our country mm -hmm. and we want justice for people. You know, something has gone wrong and we want them to be treated justly. We want it to be taken care of properly and retribution, you know. Um, but I believe that in the body of Christ, to act justly is to be an upright person, to do things in a just way that is fair. Yeah. And there are many times that as Christians, we can look at people and we can think, you are really not living for God. Your actions are saying com something completely different than what your mouth is saying, you know, mm -hmm. and you want to deal with that person. But God mm -hmm. wants you to deal with people justly mm -hmm. and fairly. And so where we might jump in and be like, listen, here's how it's got to be. If you don't do this, this, and this, then you can't serve in that position in the church anymore. That's mm -hmm. not how God looks at it. God looks at it in a completely different way. So he starts off with, we need to look at this as a justice situation. What is just? What is right? And then he says to love mercy and loving mercy, man, that, you know what that means? That means when they mess up, you show them mercy. They mess up again. You show them mercy. When they mess up again, you still show them mercy. It means to love mercy is to consistently Show it to consistently live it out in your life. doesn't mean to let people walk all over you. That's not what it means, but it means to be merciful because our God is full of mercy. Yeah. So how can yes. we not be merciful? And then that last bit is to walk humbly with God. You know, we all have moments in our lives where we just think that we are 
We got it all together. Mm-hmm. I got the podcast. I'm on the praise and worship team. I serve in this place at the church. Look at me. Look at me. And God's going, look at you. Look at me. I want people to look at me, not you. Why are you getting so prideful? Who do you think you are? Humble yourself. And he'll humble you if you don't humble yourself. But if you are in a position where you're like, I get the opportunity to sing and praise and worship and use a gift God has given me. It doesn't mean I'm anything special. I've just been given such a privilege. I'm so humbled to have the opportunity. Yes, a privilege. Yes. And you, yes. And when you understand the privileges God gives us and the positions he puts Mm us, see, my time of worship, when I worship the Lord, it is a privilege, but it's also an opportunity for me to display how good he has been to me and to give it back to him, Mm -hmm. to give him the praise, to give him the glory, because it has nothing to do with what Chanda can do, but it has everything to do with God. And sometimes I get a little embarrassed because I do lead praise and worship. And, you know, we led a song this past week called Honey in the Rock um, that is, is fairly new by Brooke can't think of her last name. She was from Hillsong anyways. And, um, this person that was singing with us was like, you were just anointed during that song. And I was like, that wasn't me. That was God mm-hmm. has nothing to do with me. I get embarrassed when people say things like that. Cause it's not me. I never want the focus to be on me, mm-hmm. but I think that as mm-hmm. we, as we look at just, as we act justly, as we love mercy and we walk humbly, we're demonstrating who God really is. He says he wants us to do that. He doesn't want sacrifices. He doesn't Mm. want us to bring all that stuff to him. He just wants our actions, our deeds to demonstrate him. And, um, you know, I, I flip over back to Ecclesiastes because we talked in Ecclesi- about Ecclesiastes not long ago. We were talking about the seasons to everything. Yeah, there we, is a season, you know, yes. mm-hmm. and there's a verse in there that I really hadn't thought a whole lot about, but it, um, it really spoke to me, um, this morning because I thought, wow, that that's it right there. Mm-hmm. This is what we should be experiencing in God on a daily basis, because we have him in our lives, we should know this beyond a shadow of a doubt. And it's Ecclesiastes 3.12. And it says, I know there is nothing better for people than to be happy and to do goodwill while they live. Mm-hmm. There's nothing better for us than to live a joyous life and to yes. do good. And Doing good doesn't mean being good. Doing good means serving others. And it doesn't mean that you necessarily serve people in public. Right. On a platform where everybody can see. Mm -hmm. Sometimes Mm -hmm. it's just in a kind act of an elderly person who's been shopping and they're not really capable of putting their shopping cart away. It's walking over and saying, Hey, let me take that from you. I'll put it away. Yes. Yes. Because when you do that, you know, you kind of feel a little something, some warmth in your chest when you do Mm -hmm. something like that for somebody. Mm -hmm. And that's joy. 
the joy that just kind of bubbles up inside of you for stepping out of your comfort zone, Mm -hmm. humbling yourself to do something for somebody else. See, serving means you have to humble yourself. Yes. You know, and so, or showing mercy to that nasty store clerk that's like just having the worst day and they got an attitude and they're going to just, that's you, you know, shoving all your stuff down, being aggressive and snapping. It's always Walmart. It's always Walmart. (laughs) You know, it's funny because our Walmart people are so sweet here at this Walmart. It's like the busiest one in the area. But um, I I hear what you're saying. They're disgruntled. Yeah, come back and be like, hey, don't you give me that attitude, girl. You know what I'm saying? That's right. Or I could say, hey, are you having a good day? How's your day going? Not being sarcastic, but engaging that person mercifully, no matter how they act, you just act sweet. No matter how ugly they get, you keep the smile on your face because that is showing mercy. So I think that there are so many things in these two scriptures that we can apply to our lives in living that life that pleases God. And, um, you know, the, it's funny because the, uh, (laughs) Ecclesiastes does make me laugh because at one point it even says, and this is probably around, I'm looking in the message version. That's why I'm chuckling. So it it says in the message version, it says a time to shut up and let another speak up. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes we find ourselves talking too much, but you know, I wanted to, um, that in the message version, in that verse 12, it says, I've decided that there's nothing better to do than go ahead and have a good time and get the most we can out of life. Yeah. Oh, that's so Mm -hmm. sweet. And you know, with God, we can have more than enough in this life. Yes, we can. Like with him on our side. And um, we, you know, Jamie and I were talking about being a light joy is shining Jesus light. People can look at you and when you're pumping the gas and it's, you know, you're looking at how much it's costing these days and you're like, Oh Lord, well, that's painful. That's $75, you know? Yeah. And and you're going, whoo. And you start sweating thinking, I hope there's enough in the account to cover this one. You know, that's right. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Is it going to cover this? Right. Now you could stand there and you could cuss the government and all that jazz and blame everybody around you. Or you could say, thank you, Jesus, that I'm able to fill up my tank and put a smile on your face and talk to the person pumping gas right next to you. And just cause some joy wherever you go. So I just, I encourage you guys today to echo, echo what Jamie has said about, you know, listening to your guide. Yes, listen. But also understanding that if you, if you love justice, you know, if you, if you do justice and you love mercy and you walk humbly with God, man, the joy will abound in your life. It will be more than you could ever imagine because we have a tendency these days. And I would say since 2020, you know, we're almost up to that three-year mark. People have allowed the world to dictate their mood. Yes. So it might be the news. Mm-hmm. And you're watching the news and it gets you all riled up and your blood pressure goes up and you start screaming and yelling at, you know, somebody on MSN. 
liars you're all you know and you get yeah and then your family is like oh you crazy what's wrong with you you you're red in the face you don't look too good and you create an atmosphere that's not healthy or conducive but instead of allowing those things of the world to rile you up then if you look at those things of god and focus on him then you're not going to get riled up you're going to breathe easy because he's still on the throne that hasn't changed. And he's got a plan far greater than anything we could ever, ever imagine. Yes. So it's chasing after the things that he has for us rather than focusing on the things that the world tries to tell us we need. Yes. Yes. So that's all I had today. I just wanted to share that little devotion with you guys just about, you know, how we can do justice and love mercy and walk humbly. Doing justice doesn't mean you need to go and be a judge. (laughs) Yeah. And that can be very tempting. (laughs) (laughs) To be judgmental, but that's not what it means. It means to be, you know, to do that justice around you. And, um, So anyways, I just want to encourage you guys today. And I hope that this little bit encouraged you um, as you, you know, go through your week, whether you're listening to this at the end of your week or the beginning, be encouraged and stay in that boat, listening to your guide. Yes. Listen and you will, it will go well with you. It It will will go well with you. You'll have a good ride. You'll have the thrill of your life. And like Chanda said, it might be a little bumpy and you, you might still get wet. I mean, you are on a raft. Hello. Yeah. yeah. And we live in a fallen world, you know? So, I mean, you might get a little, you might feel the bumps. It might be a little scary, but if you're in God's will, it will go well with you. And you will have that reassurance of knowing that you humbled yourself to listen Mm -hmm. to your God, to God. Yes. And he will get you through the river. That's right. That's right. He will. And I will say this as we wrap up, remind yourself of this. We've been called to be salt and light in this world. So when you do those three things in that verse in Micah that it tells you to do to please God, you're being salt and light. And you might just be a five watt bulb right now, but listen, you can amp it up to 150 watts. Because with Christ, all things are possible. We need to be shining bright in this world because there is a simplicity in salvation that the world doesn't understand. And we need to get back to that, to the simplicity of salvation and just start telling people about Jesus and showing him, showing them his love. Amen. That's the simplicity of Jesus Christ. Yes. That he died for the whole world. So why not let your light shine bright and reach out into this dark, dark world that we live in, in an encouraging, positive way. The world isn't used to people acting like this. They're mm-hmm. used to a whole nother thing. And so mm-hmm. they expect you to react in a certain way. But if we act this way, ooh, yeah. imagine the people you could reach. That's right. And you know, the Lord will do the work in you. He's going to do it, but you, but first you have to establish that relationship with him. Yes. And the more you establish in trusting him in those scary situations and faith, Mm -hmm. then the more faith you're going to have 
That's to right. be able to withstand the wild come of the on devil mm-hmm. and that's the only way and he it'll have it it'll work it'll the holy spirit's going to do the work yes he will in you yep. but you have to be willing just like chanda was saying when you get those little unctions in you to go help that little old lady with her cart mm-hmm. or you get that little unction when you see a little old lady at home depot and you see that she's carrying flowers in her arms and she's just shaking and waiting in line and she just needs a little extra help and you offer to go out of your comfort zone and take those flowers from her hands Mm. and hold it for her that's while she goes and as she waits Mm -hmm. that is something you have to be sensitive to and you can only be sensitive to the holy spirit when you're in fellowship Mm. with that spirit that's right and as we demonstrate that you know we're doing those good works as if we're doing them unto the lord that's right we don't get to heaven through good works it's by salvation only but by doing these things we're demonstrating christ's love to the world around us and what you might not know is maybe that little lady getting flowers lost her husband the Mm. year before And she's trying to maintain the little garden that they had together. We yes. don't know and other people's stories, but we That's can right. become a part of their story through Jesus. That's right. Acting like him. So That's right. That's what I'll leave you with. Become a part of yes. somebody else's story today. Amen. You never know whose life you might touch by just stepping out of your comfort zone. That's right. All right, guys, we're out of here. We love you. Wrangle your freedom. Wrangle it in, y'all. You've been listening to Freedom Wranglers. That music right there is Later Alligator by Shane Ivers, and you can find that at www.silvermansound.com. We also want to thank Goodman Ministries for all of their financial support for this podcast. Now, don't you forget to saddle up, sit back, and wrangle in freedom this week.